Hello, 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 everybody. We are back on another Common Sense Uncensored Monday. And as always, I want to remind everybody that you can comment and and interact with us on the show by calling or commenting by text at 701-213-0863 or out on our Facebook page. We're also live out on Rumble. And as always, you can catch us later if you happen to miss us when we go live. And I want to remind everybody that we are all across the states of North Dakota, so just because we're called Grand Forks Best Source doesn't mean you have to limit yourself to your advertising potential. You can advertise with us no matter where you are because we have audience throughout North Dakota, Minnesota, and even some peeps in Michigan. And we have a wonderful guest today. Today we have Mr. Steve Miller from Bear Arms Brewing Company. Steve, how are you doing? Uh, talk to me one more time. Yeah, thank you. There for having we on the go. Show. No worries at all. Now I'm going to ask you first of all. I've got my husband here too, but I want to talk. <laughs> I want to talk. I want to talk to Steve first. So here we go. What the deal is is you own Bear Arms Brewing. Can you give me a little history behind that? Oh uh, yeah. So uh, uh, Bear Arms Brewing was uh, started on Veterans Day in, in 23. And, uh, yeah, we're a veteran-owned brewing company that brews beer for people who love America. Okay. And what kind of beers do, do you do? Uh, yeah, so we have, or we're kind of targeting more of just the traditional beers instead mm-hmm. of, like, some of the more super crafty styles. Uh, so uh, Liberty Lager is, uh, it's a technically a Kolsch, so it's a hybrid-style lager. Okay. And uh, we have a Zero Dark 30, that's a breakfast stout, and uh, we are coming out here soon with a orange wheat. That's really cool. I, I'm glad to see more people being entrepreneurial and getting into things like that. Now, I got to ask, why Bear Arms Brewing? Uh, yeah, so um, Marine Corps veteran, huge gun guy. So I own a lot of guns. I probably have enough guns for the whole neighborhood. But uh, uh, yeah, so I just uh, I was I think it was in 19 when I secured the names, like the domain names and everything. I was thinking of a, a cool name that represents really what America is and. And uh, I, I was totally blown away that no one secured neither the domain names or any intellectual property relating to Bear Arms Brewing Company. So well, that's, that's where we're at. That is unusual because usually people just go out there and buy them and then sit on them and then mm-hmm. want to charge you millions of dollars for the opportunity. So you did a good thing there. Where are you located? And you said you do wholesale rather than retail? Yeah, so we're, uh, we're technically a, a contract brewery and we, do, uh, we wholesale. So you can find us locally in Grand Forks at all the big liquor stores. So. Happy Harry's, uh, The Right Spot, um, The Rock. Are you big enough so that if some of my people out in the western side of the state would like to contact you? Because we've got your information for your website and stuff on my page. So if somebody decided they wanted to support you, uh, they can go ahead and reach out to you too? Yeah, so we have our phone number on there. Uh, and then we also have a contact form that comes directly awesome. to So you can, you, can, you can submit a question to us and it comes directly to me. So. Awesome. Well, what we're going to be talking about today is the Second Amendment and the Constitution, but I'm going to say hi to Hubby first. Hi, Hubby. Thank you, Hubby. <laughs> Are you, you got a voice there? Talk to me again. I would. Okay. Hello, hello. All right, I got Hello. I'm playing with the, I'm playing with the buttons. That's, it's, it's, it's a thing I do. So, so you're going you're gonna to help us because I know the Second Amendment means a lot to both of us. Yes, it does. And, and it's, it's a... Uh, well, let's put it this way. It's, uh, it's a right that is always being challenged, and we're, I've got a bunch of information on this as well. And uh, I, want people, I want people to understand that we have to stay on top of this because there's more and more that's happening 
that is going to be taking uh, precedence, especially in uh, 2024. They are looking to come for us. But what what do you, what is your concept, um, Stephen, about the Second Amendment? What does it mean to you? And that's well, obviously it's important. Well, really, it should have been the First Amendment. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, you know, if you look at history, um, even current times, uh, you, you realize the importance of the Second Amendment. It's not written for hunting at all. Bless you. It's, uh, it's written to stop tyranny. And there's, if the government doesn't fear its citizens, then the government will do whatever it wants to do. You like this guy, don't you? Because that's exactly what you said. All the time. Yes, yes, it, it is. It's, you know, and the Second Amendment uninfringed. I mean, you can't do anything about it. Yeah. You know, it's like it's the rules. And how now they always say what? That, well, in the olden days when the uh, revolution muskets. was going on, muskets were only used, but now we have all these powerful ARs and stuff like that. How do you answer that? So is the government. So we need the same thing that the government Exactly. Now, that's why I was going to ask you that. I knew you were going to say that. What do you think? Don't you think that technically, and this is what I kind of would like to see, I would like to see states, I don't want to have individuals uh, having tanks and stuff like that, but wouldn't you like to see tanks from every every state have their own tanks and protection to protect their the citizens. national guard does have yeah. a, have a lot Bruce yeah but, yeah. but 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 are they are they ruled by the state or the the federal government well let's take a look at Texas it's uh, asking if the uh, um if private citizens should own tanks <laughs> no. it's it's kind of I'm kind of sitting there saying how because you really do have to to protect yourself, right? In some ways, you look at it, hey, the federal government, you know, they have so much power. What do, how do you protect yourself when the federal government starts rolling in? Right. Um, so I, I know that uh, um, one of the things that like, uh, really kind of protected uh, state sovereignty uh, and private citizens' rights is the National Guard. Um, I don't know how I feel. I, I, you know, I go back and forth if private citizens should or should not have tanks. I don't know if I have an answer for that. That's a very complicated answer. Um, but um, we do. Uh, I, I do like the idea that each state has its own national guard. Well, Paul wants us to send the beer and the guns to Texas, so he's apparently getting <laughs> right. ready for that right. challenge. I have a question to ask you though, because besides the fact of muskets, mm-hmm. they always bring up the fact that. The law specifically says militia, and then they correlate that to mm-hmm. the National Guard. So mm-hmm. they're saying that that means that the National Guard is supposed to have the guns and the National Guard has the guns, so that means we don't need them. What do you no, think? No, no, it, it was intended for a private militia, not a, not a public uh, you know, uh, government entity. It was meant for it to be able to self-organize in a militia to stand up to This is going to make you very afraid because there's a bill that's going up against the the Congress. It's in the House, and it's being cited as the Preventing Private Paramilitary Activity Act of 2024. Have you heard about that? I have not, no. Okay, this is going to be fun. Uh, They're going to basically, what they're looking to do is, is identify any private paramilitary activity, which would mean anybody who gets together and shoots. We get together and shoot coyotes and things. And ammunition, armed forces, dangerous weapons. For dangerous weapon, it's the meaning given, you know, what is a dangerous weapon? Because I was 
teasing somebody the other day, when, but I'm being honest when I said I could kill you with a spork. Mm-hmm. So does that mean I'm not supposed to use utensils when I'm eating my potato salad? Right. Uh, and then my other fun thing is, you're going to love this, large capacity ammunition feeding device. I usually call that a magazine, but hey, but either way, they're not supposed to hold more than 10 rounds. This is what's, what's coming down the pike, as well as um, looking at people like uh, Sons of Liberty and other groups that get together and talk as paramilitary groups. So what do you think about this thing as, as far as it's being used? Uh, yeah, it sounds dangerous. It sounds that, uh, <laughs> again, um, you know, uh, yeah, certain, you know, like, you know, political parties are are using, uh, you know, federal law to uh, target, you know, the Second Amendment or is trying to circumvent it, you know, just like uh, the ammunition is like, well, we can't the, ban the gun. Let's just ban the magazines. And well, so- and the other fun thing that they're doing is they're looking to put an 11% tax on ammunition. And this is a quote. This is a quote I want to give you. And the quote is, so that uh, you have to pay the extra tax for the privilege of having ammunition. Yeah, that... <laughs> Should not be infringed. Hopefully, uh, uh, you know, there's the same in court. There's going to be, um, hopefully, you know, we have a, uh, uh, a more conservative Supreme Court, but um, this is one of those things that's going to end up in court to stop it, hopefully. Bruce, what faith do you have in uh, the Supreme Court handling this one? The new Supreme Court? Well, you look at it, John Roberts has obviously let us down in almost everything in the last two years. And Cody uh, Barrett is is uh, she's gonna I, I I don't know if her problem is fear or if she is just a fake and and I don't I don't have lots of faith in her and even even the the, the other young guy what's his name uh, Robert no, no not Robert's the old one yeah Robert I I can't remember but anyway uh, he. Is wishy washy. I mean, they got they got only still only have four real decent people. Well, I'm going to read you this. Um, the bill is House Bill 2238, and it began with this long prologue on gun violence. "Quote: Gun violence remains a persistent health." And safety threat for people across our state. In Washington, a person is killed by a firearm every 14 hours, and nearly half of all suicides are from firearms. It went on to describe the use of ammunition would be viewed as a privilege for the consumer, and it will add an additional 11% tax rate on top of the selling price and other things now. So they, if they can't control the guns, they're going to turn them into paperweights. Yeah, well, it's going to disproportionately affect poor people uh it's the rich is still going to buy their guns it's going to be the people the the single mom uh that maybe needs personal protection because maybe she lives in a better you know worse not better worse neighborhood um <laughs> um it's going to be uh you know more poverty that's going to could be disproportionately affected by this tax it looks like joe biden said americans would need f-15 jets and nukes to overthrow his tyrannical government says the fool who has ran Russia and Hamas out of control. So, I mean, when you're looking at, at quite frankly, this fool, uh, and he, I consider that a threat. I consider that the exact reason why yeah. the, the Second Amendment has been, has been written. Yes, it is. And, it's, 
And I one thing I always have a trouble with is, of course, is the suicide. You know, it's, that's a big number. Oh, fifty percent. Well, they wouldn't kill themselves any other way. Mm-hmm. It's always the same thing. It's like going, okay, if you're serious about it, you're 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 going to end your life, right? And that's your that. Well, okay, that's your choice. But uh, guns are probably, shall we say, the might be the most uh, comfort comfortable way to end your life. Yeah, most likely, yeah. yeah it's, no, it's, that's it's, ugly to say, but it's yeah. kind of true. But still, well, you're going to end it. I shouldn't have to. My liberties don't end just because you no. know, somebody you, wants to end you're depressed. Life. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like the, I, I own guns to protect my family and, and also to be able to, if need be, stand up to the government. Well, okay. So and, let's. And do you believe that? Uh, okay. I asked quite a Go few ahead. people about how they feel about what's happening in the in the country. What's your. Do you think America is going to be, how long before you think America is going to lose its freedom? Would you be, or do you think it's, it, and percentage-wise, is it really like that's close. 80%? I, well, I mean, it's, it's. Um, I mean, look what happened just a couple of years ago. Oh, you know, no. the, the medical tyranny that happened. Restaurants were shutting down. You had to shut down your restaurant, everything. And they, they had this executive powers that was just out of control. It, literally, we had two years of tyranny. And 50% of the country didn't give a rat's about it. Yes. So you think we're in trouble? Oh, we are we're in deep trouble. And the cha- percentages that we can come out of it? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, I don't know if we can. I, we, we, need a, uh, we need to uh, abolish the, uh, the uh, Department of Education. We need, <laughs> we, need to, we need to stop. Bless you. We need to stop letting the government educate our children. Because children literally graduate and they have no clue of what the Constitution means. Well, we Zero. we stopped teaching it, you know, decades ago, and and we and everything we're doing, we're tearing down yeah. statues and rewriting history. Yeah, it's just yeah. it's an outdated document. That's that's what they say. It's an outdated, a document. living, breathing document. That's my. Yeah, so we breathe. can change it whenever yeah. we want. Yeah, we never. And, and I, when I I asked them, I said, okay, what what do you think the Constitution is supposed to do? And it's that's when we can actually have a serious conversation about what the constitution what the constitution was originally uh, implemented to do. I want to get back to that in just a second, but first, Paul, can you help me out with executive properties? Are you still putting off that project around the house that's been bugging you forever? Do you think you can wait until spring and call a contractor and have the work done ASAP? Well, good luck with that. Executive Properties has openings right now to get that project done. In fact, you can check out their Google reviews. Diane says Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled a bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner. We will use Executive Properties for our next home project. Get that project done sooner than later. Call Executive Properties, 701-330-1273. Okay. The one thing I want to point out, too, about the suicide rate that you guys are, are talking about, too, is the number one cause of death in the United States is heart disease, not guns. If you want to go to suicide, that is the number 10 cause of death. Above that is kidney disease, influenza and pneumonia, diabetes, Alzheimer's, stroke and cardiovascular, chronic lower respiratory disease, unintentional injuries, uh, cancer. So, But especially diabetes and, and a lot of these other things, those are preventable. Why aren't we taking away everybody's Twinkies? Right. Yeah. Um, 
because uh, the media scares us into hating guns, and so they can eventually take over. They they want they want their their party, their their government. What do you think about the opportunity? Because I have a feeling this is what the way it's going to happen. I have a feeling that it's going to end up somehow. They're going to try to manipulate it so that it comes down to a vote. And I do believe that we are going to possibly be looking at the the chance that there are going to be people out there who are going to be willing to vote their freedoms away. What oh, do you think? Uh, uh, luckily, the, uh, it's an amendment, so um, it, it, it'll take uh, uh, overwhelming support in the country to get rid of the Second Amendment, and I don't think enough. What uh, is that? Isn't that two-thirds? Yeah, it's, uh, it's two-thirds, and then, uh, and then the states have to ratify it. Everyone, and, yeah. and two-thirds of the states, so yeah. it's... it's it, I can't remember the exact it, proportions, but yeah, it's a lot. It would take yeah. a lot of. Uh, um, I think at that point we'd be, we'd be looking at a um, uh, more of states separating from the from. The yeah, but then of happens. course you look at the problem with states separating, which they should be able to do according war. to the Constitution. You, yeah, since the Civil War and uh, that took. A, I mean, that took away a lots of the states' rights. Is is. Uh, the, the actual the Civil War yeah. took it because that was probably more of why we're fighting the the Civil War than than uh, slavery, uh, slavery was secondary. People are people are going to have a cow about that, yes, but slavery are. was secondary. The primary thing and the reason Lincoln uh, and the others went um, bananas over it was because it was states' rights and the right to own slaves. Hence, it all became intertwined, and a lot of people are. You know, going to freak out about that. I'm sorry. But oh, yeah. If you get they, a history they, book, it's pretty amazing like what it. happens. But um, there's another thing that, that worries me that I want to get, get you guys. John Hopkins, Center for Gun Violence Report, calls for an effective end of the Second Amendment. They've uh, done a constitutionally tone-deaf 32-page report that reads more akin to a lengthy uh, anti-Second Amendment Twitter screed. And three Juris Doctorate holders from the John Hopkins Center for Violence, which ought to tell you right there the problem. So what they're going to probably be looking at is we, we're, we're seeing health and human services have great expansion, even in the state of North Dakota. They've, like, tripled the size of that since COVID and things, and we're seeing a lot of power as we saw during COVID. And I'm wondering if they're not going to try an end run with this becoming a health issue. And it's going to be started with people like these uh, obvious uh, agenda-driven, and I'll use the term lightly, doctors. And they're calling for to regulate the public carry of firearms, to strengthen existing laws, and increase enforcement of current laws to prohibit paramilitary activity, which is what we're seeing in that House bill I showed you about to prohibit to prohibit civilian possessors possession of firearms in locations essential to political participation, such as polling places, legislative buildings, protests to protect the core functions of government. Sounds like they're scared. And enact and implement extreme risk protection order laws to temporarily disarm people who pose a high risk. Red flag. So tell me what you think about the constitutionality of red flag. Uh, yeah, so uh, obviously it says nowhere in the Constitution that you can just call in on your neighbor and says he's doing questionable things. Like That could be uh, – uh, there's no way possible that could ever be abused ever. <laughs> no. 
<laughs> well, uh, you know, people are getting divorced, and I happen to have dealt with a, a gentleman here who uh, had his guns taken because all it took from his wife was the fact that she said she was scared he had no order protections or anything against him, and his guns... Uh, she spirited them out of their residence and put them in a place where he didn't know where they were and then called the sheriff's department. And the sheriff's department of Grand Forks County came, took the guns from where they had been hidden, and she's now moved back to New York. So there's a large area of distance between them. He still doesn't have his guns back. That's crazy. And it, and it, and it was a power play with the divorce. She even told, told him what she was doing. She didn't tell the sheriff, but she told him. I would find a good attorney if I was him. He's taking it to the Supreme Court of North Dakota. I'm going to have him back on in a little bit. You'll have to watch the show because he's going to tell us how he did. Because they're still holding his guns. And that's part of that red flag issue. Right. Yeah. Um, you have this right in this country to be able to see a judge and have a fair trial. Yeah, and, you know, and a judge just, you know, with a, a swipe at a pen can just take your guns away. That's that's pretty scary. That's ridiculous. But, of course, then again, you look at uh, January 6th, you know, do do we really have this opportunity to go in front of a judge anymore? A, uh, a real judge, but. Yeah. Um, that's It's getting scary. It, I think the hardest part in like, uh, that I've, I've seen this, um, and especially um, in, in North Dakota elections, is that uh, you know, judges are supposed to be impartial. There's, and uh, they're they're not, um, but you you'll you go to vote on a judge, and it's I think it's just as important voting for judges that it, than it is you know for just for like a politician. And sometimes you go vote for a judge, and they say, well, this these three judges are running for whatever, and there's it's next to impossible to figure out that what how these judges have voted. Exactly. So, and, and you know, a lot, there's a lot of times I'll go and vote, and these down, the down ballot voting is very, very important. I think it's just as important for down ballot as just for you know the president and the senate. Absolutely. And uh, uh, I, I love to see if I ever ran for for you know if, for senate in you know in North Dakota, I, I would never be a federal senator, but you know, senate or house is introduce a bill that a education voting act is that. You know, that at least when you, you know, maybe a month or two before you actually go vote, did you get a pamphlet either electronically, which would save taxpayers money, or at least like a pamphlet in the mail that does, it gives a bio of who you're voting for? I think it's extreme. How are you supposed to ha- have an educated democracy if you don't know who you're voting for? Well, the part of the problem, though, is, is everything's so slick. Uh, you get, you get the, the, the money behind you. And they start handing, sending out these wonderful flyers. Oh, pro! You know, when Trump was in, oh, he supports Trump and everything else. And yet, and yet, you'll find that these guys are voting for boys in locker rooms. And other, well, that I really don't see Trump backing boys in locker rooms. But they're yeah. saying yeah. what? And they're saying staunch conservative values. And then I go back and look at their voting records. So, the, who's going to do that pamphlet though? Because if if it's the marketing people. No, it, I would say it would have to come directly from the candidate or maybe uh, some sources, um, uh, you know, uh, where you can look up, you know, their, their history. Um, I, 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 you never see this among the Democratic Party, but it's, the, it's rhinos. Like, I don't understand why our party is so infiltrated by rhinos. Do you, do you know any uh, rhinos? I mean, everybody says that they're conservative nowadays. You, it's you the see, buzzword. Yes, it's yeah. a buzzword. And uh, 
you believe them. It really just and comes down to your records. Well, Sometimes you don't know until they vote. Well, know? actually, you the the real problem is we're too damn dumb. You uh, know, we don't. We, you know, we're we, busy. we don't. We're okay. Okay, we'll. Go, I'll give you busy. Thank you. But as a rule, we just just vote for the R and the D. Yeah, and that's and that's just killing us because nowadays, in especially in North Dakota, the R are just as if you look at their voting record, I can understand getting a guy in for the first time because you have no idea for sure how he stands. But if you vote for this that same person without knowing what his voting record is, you're a fool and you yeah. shouldn't be voting. And I always I, – I ran for governor a couple years ago and, and I was my – I said that a lot. You do not know who you're voting for and what they stand for. Do not vote for them. Yeah, and that's one thing that I says. That's one problem with the judges too, because they. You're right about that. You. Sh- how do you know their stance on things? You're going to have to do some serious research, or do not vote. Because if you do not know who you're voting for, do not. Just it, put that, in the name. That's what I do. I don't vote for them. If I if yeah. I don't know 100 percent what they're for, it's like it's just a blind vote. Then at that, that point, you might as well just bring a coin. Flip it there, and, and, and it's like, oh, who do I vote for? And flip a coin. I put in, I put in last time. I think half my votes were for Kit, <laughs> or or Mickey Mouse or something. Yeah. I mean, because if I don't know who what I'm voting for, I cannot. Yeah. It's just stupid it, to do it. That's why I, I'm I I I have a strong dislike for democracy. <laughs> Um, it's it demo, no democracy really is mobocracy. Yes, it's, it's, it, it, it is. It is. It is mob rule because that means more people. So if more people vote that you need to give your house to me, you give your house to me. That's yes, democracy. Yes. It only takes fifty one percent. It's all fifty one percent. And in the end, like you say, that's and and look at uh, well, imminent domain is an interesting way of fifty one percent. You know, mm-hmm. you just sit there and anybody can take your property away from you if if. Uh, Fifty-one percent. You own their places for a hundred years, and they work on it. They can sit there. CO two pipeline is working on that right now. They were just they were just told that they have uh, state has domain over the the counties and the townships and stuff when this pipeline's coming through. So if the state thinks you need to give it up, apparently you're going to be giving it up. How do you feel about that? That's ridiculous. Um, No, I I I have I have a I, I mean I get. Some of it, you know, with the eminent domain, what its purpose was, but uh, just like a a, <laughs> a pipeline or a road um, that's not a national security risk, no. You need to find alternative ways, or you need to be able to uh, give them amount of money where they're willing to say yes. If, what do you think about the money? Because so many of our people are getting outside money. Uh, I know some of the, the reps in my area took money from Pfizer. Uh, I know they got a lot from Bergham's private pack and stuff to to be to be pushed into office and things and and I, that's what produces those slick flyers and stuff and so everybody sees these slick flyers coming to their their mailboxes and that makes them think they know the candidates. Yeah, no, uh, you candidate can really say anything. It really, I just like that's the only downside to a new candidate because you really don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I didn't. You know, there are some websites, especially for federal candidates. Um, they, uh, I go to Conservative Review sometimes and go yeah. on. It gives a real easy scoring system where you can say A, B, you know, or F. Or de- <laughs> definitely not voting for that guy. But, um, you know, too bad there's not more si- systems in place to, um, to vet 
you know, uh, you know, lower candidates, you know, all this costs money. Nobody should have to really, you know, work for free on this. But, you know, it's almost that our our republic is at stake unless we do something similar to that the way to vet out these rhinos. And a lot of it comes down to the RNC. The RNC has a huge amount of blame in this. They're, they're they're, 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 the, <laughs> there's so many. It, it really just comes down to money. Well, the, the, the chick that's in charge should really be uh, shown the door. Oh, yeah. Yes, and lots of people. Yes. Well, and not the just her. Yes, yes. And, mm-hmm. and what about, uh, you got to love the, did you see the Carrie Lake uh, video from uh, where she was being bribed? Right. It's a by bribery her. video. I haven't yeah. watched the video, but I read, I read oh, something yeah. on you it. Should, yeah. It's something that I would can be send very, you the link. Yeah. It's, like, was, it's like it's a great advertisement for her. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, she, she says, I don't care if you give me 50000 or or a billion dollars, I'm not going to de- I'm not going to go against my country and my and my citizens. Yeah, country first. Yes, absolutely. And it's like holy crap, and I think you know she she looks like she really believes it. Mm-hmm. And, but then again, mm-hmm. you know the flim flam man. Who the hell knows what you can you know who's honest and who's not. Well, mm-hmm. we're going to get back to that in a second. But the first thing we're going to do is we're going to talk about Redemption Shield, where you can save money by going to gfbestsource.com. And at the bottom of the homepage, and you can click uh, the Shield to order today and just use the uh, code GFBS to save 10%. Redemption Shield, take it away, Paul. Have you noticed the ever-alarming 400,000 cell towers that have gone up in the United States alone? How about the electronics that reside in every room of our homes and Wi-Fi that runs 24-7? 5G cell phones are carried in our pockets hours on end. Common complaints are ringing in the ear, sleep deprivation, palpitations, headaches, memory loss, and so much more. Redemption Shield is on the cutting edge of offering products that protect your family from electromagnetic and micro microwave radiation. Start protecting yourself now. Go to redemptionshield.com and get grounded and shielded today. Use code GFBS and save 10%. Redemption Okay, so take our time out and go out and take a look at their website. I think you'll be pleasantly surprised. Uh, so let's take a look at some of these amendments. You mentioned the 17th Amendment, and that is the one where it allowed for popular election of senators. And since we're talking about elections and people doing their research and stuff, you mentioned to me that you thought that that should go back to the legislature. Give me some background on that. Uh, yeah, so um, it really kind of goes back to um, the, the the framing of our country, James Madison, et cetera. Um, so our our framers were had a really strong, uh, you know, dis, distaste, dislike for uh, democracy. And as we've already said in the show, is that uh, you know democracy always leads to mobocracy, fifty one percent rule. Uh, and they wanted to be able to give obviously citizens the right to vote, but that was very scary because as as I said. Uh, so uh, they they wanted to give uh, the you know the citizens the um, uh, U.S. representatives you know, vote them in for every two years and it's a quick cycle you know, and it's a way for citizens to have really a really quick vote into something, but uh, that still was uh, that was big big D democracy little little R republic it really made our stuff, our our republic into a big R republic a little D democracy was the Senate, uh, uh, what, you know, it's state senators are giving or states having a vote that has something uh, in Congress. And that was uh, that was through uh, the giving uh, uh, senators 
And that was uh, uh, state legislators having a, vo- a voice or the states having a voice in, uh, in Washington. So there was always a, it was a, they gave it a, a balance so that uh, uh, if the citizens were doing something that the states didn't want, the states could easily have a say and shut down a bill that the House of Representatives were introducing and vice versa. If the states or the federal government wasn't doing something, it gave uh, you know the, the citizens the right to be able to have something, a say in Washington to the, uh, the representatives, if that makes any sense. It does, but... Well, I mean... It's it's kind of an interesting thing, obviously. I'm going to sit there and I, I go against it, kind of, because I our legislatures in North Dakota are so damn bad that do I want to, I would rather trust the populace right now in lots of ways, but I do like the idea that it should be if the Senate was like the House, two years, I could live with it. But six years of having a piece of crap, like, well, we have two of them in our state that represent us. Six years is a long time. Yeah. Two years, you can sit there, and, and if the populace was smart, they'd sit there and say, well, this people, this, the, the, the legislature's got a really bad p- person. Right. Then you're going to have to get rid of your legislatures to get a better legislatures that will vote for a better senator. So it's like, holy man. I, I think that uh, um, a lot of people would I would probably pay more attention to their state representatives, you know, their state uh, state senate and state representatives. Well, I guess it was state senate, really, to make sure that the, that they're voting in their best interest and making sure the state's doing their, uh, uh, what they, they want them to do. And I think that we're really kind of seeing this play out in Texas and a lot of the southern states right now where they're uh, – uh, the judicial branch, the third executive branch, or the third, the third judicial branch, uh, is uh, being bastardized by where states really have no say in what's going on in the federal government, and only way they do is through suing, and that really was never meant what the uh, the or the, uh, the the third branch was really designed for. I know one thing, and that's I'm torn be- between both of you. And the reason I am is because I don't necessarily trust the populace to have done their research. But I've been watching, as you even pointed out, so many of the rhinos that are in have infiltrated our state alone, much less the other states and things. And so I, I guess in a way I feel like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place. We're stuck between the rhinos who have ill intent, in my view. They would not do anything to benefit us. And the other way, we're stuck between the people that don't have enough uh, self-awareness, whatever you'd want to call it, to do their research to find out more when they're voting for people. If it's a, if it's, it comes down to name recognition and glossy flyers. So I, I'm torn between both sides. I don't know, really know which way to go. Well, I tell you one thing. You wouldn't, be, you wouldn't have any problem uh, for the last six or seven years because we'd still have the same two pieces of crap in the Senate. Right. Because, I mean, right now our legislatures would go with Kramer and Hovind, too, and so does our populace, too, because obviously they're kind of gumbos. Well, I know that, uh, uh, you know, we, if, I can't remember if this is original or, one, or original or not, but I know one of the ideas that's proposed for the repealing the Second Amendment is uh, allowing uh, three-fourths of the state Senate to be able to bring back or pull back a, a senator that's not representing 
uh, you know, the state as it should be. That would be that would be beneficial, but but when I'm looking at the fact that like right now they're they're trying to get rid of Mayorkas, and that's turning into a cluster, and and the fact that the law's there doesn't necessarily mean they'll follow it. I mean Hunter Biden should be in jail, but meanwhile our our people from January sixth are sitting there with many of them without having had a trial yet, and and so I'm seeing the bastardization of. Everything, including, quite frankly, the Constitution. And, and if, you're right. If we would get back to the Constitution we'd at, and started at least following that, we'd have a, a prayer. But I'm seeing everything just going to hell in a handbasket, and nobody seems to be in control of anything. Yeah. It, uh, well, it's, it really seems like whoever has the, uh, the deepest wallets has control of everything. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it does. does. And and that's whoever has the fanciest flyers. Right. And it really, and, uh, you know, um, it it is really, this would really help, you know, say if we repeal the Second Amendment, get uh, a large amount of money out of the Senate. Because you have two senators have a huge amount of power in Washington, and you can easily buy off two senators easily. What do you think about seniority? Because. I happen to know that a lot of our Kramer says it all the time. Well, I've got seniority on this and this and this, and they're using that to to forestall term limits and other things. And and basically, what they're trying to say is, don't bother coming in as a newcomer because you don't stand a chance, which stops people from trying to participate in the political world and makes them say, well, I don't have a chance. And even if I get in, what are they going to do with me? Because I'm just the new kid on the block. You still get to vote. At the end of the day, I mean, they can bully around as much as you want or as they want to do, but uh, you still have that vote. So um, well, it just really takes someone that, uh, you know, that, <laughs> you know, I, I've, I don't think I have the ability to run, you know. Well, I was just going to sit there and but, give you, I was going to give you shit, hell about that. It's like, I think you'd do a very good job and you'd be, you seem like an honest person. And and I, I always when I ran and of course I I will do it again. It's just the idea of so what do I say to self is, hey, I'm going to do lots of bitching, or am I going to do something about it? Right. And, am I going to stand up for what I believe? And do I want to you know at least spread the word, your voice, how you yeah. feel? And that's what you should be doing. Yeah. I mean, I I you know without giving you saying uh, get your I mean, ass I, I, out I, there and do it <laughs> i mean I, I like to but uh i don't know um it just uh it's tough it's tough uh at the end of the day uh whoever you know uh you know you have somebody like a uh, hoven or whoever uh, that's bullying you know maybe someone that might be junior at the end of the day it doesn't matter how much bullying it is you get to vote your vote matters in, in, in congress and uh you can you can vote based on your conscience there well, and I'm seeing it's it's actually destroying the two-party system because only 27% of Americans self-identify as Democrat, and, and Republicans received the same amount of support. Uh, and it, although it didn't represent the GOP's lowest figure, 43% of, of Americans identified as independents. And it is the Republicans' lowest recorded figure was in 2013 when it was only 25%. It's about 28% right now. And the, the 43% figure for independents is tied with its record high in 2014. So that's, that should be a warning sign 
to the two-party system, whether it's the the federal GOP and isn't isn't her name Rona or Rona? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Romney, Romney's uh, niece, uh, niece is it? Uh, Mitt Romney's niece. I, I don't know, it, but, but she's a, a waste of there. Oh, the things she does. But but see, people are starting to wake up. But do they know what to do? Um. I don't think people really know what to do. I, I know like uh, there wasn't really a party system. I think it was Jefferson that introduced. I could be wrong. Uh, the, the Democratic Party, the Republican Party, was introduced uh, um, to end slavery. Uh, so that that's where the two party system started. Um, it was one and then two. Um, the the Republican Party is just supposed to be. I don't I don't think there's a need for another party in the party. The, the Republican Party is supposed to be the conservative party. We just need to take our party back. It's been hijacked. And we allowed it to be hijacked, and we need <laughs> we need strong conservatives to run for office. Just ask them; they're all conservatives. Yeah, they're all conservatives. I and I mean, it's almost like, like, almost got to be like some kind of litmus test to fit, you know to filter these guys out. A lot of it is the RNC. You know, if the RNC is run by rhinos, well, guess what? We're going to have rhinos. Well, that's what. That's why. Well, Kit here, she's running for uh, legislature again, and she's not going to go for. Uh, we should never think about going as a Republican or a Democrat anymore. And I, that's what I, I'm going to run again, and I'm going to be – it's not a chance in hell. I would want my name or my my person to be identified as a Republican or a Democrat because they're both, uh, as I would say, pieces of crap. Well, And I'm going to say the whole organization. In our yeah. district, you actually have to pay to play if you're running for House or if you're running for Senate at the local – at the North Dakota level, or if you're going up to the federal level, you got to pay. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and most people don't have the money. I mean, most people can barely uh, barely afford to pay their rent, let alone run for office. So it's 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 definitely coming into a pay to play thing. Yeah. And and when I'm looking at this, and it, it ties back into the Second Amendment thing, because nobody seems to be to be even admitting the fact that eight to per, there's an eight to per, to ten percent overall decrease. In deaths and injuries from gun violence compared to 2022 and 2023. So where's where's that information getting out? Where is that being touted by our political people? It's not. Um, it, that really just comes down to, uh, like I said, you know, just uh, uh, weak uh, rhinos on the party. Um, not really being able to elaborate on, you know, what it what it means to uh, what the Second Amendment really means. Um and uh, it's <laughs> uh, just an uneducated populace of, of, of uh, voters. Okay, so I know Bruce has often said you should take a test before you're allowed to vote. That's not going to go over because no, no, we can't of even. Course not. I know no. you're being facetious, but we can't even get people to to yeah. agree that you have to pony up with an ID. So, well, I don't. I don't really say. I guess like I don't really think voters are stupid. It just uh, uh, like we, we talked about earlier is that you go to vote. And you show up, and there's people on the ballot you never even heard of before, and there's no easy way to track down who you're voting for. And I think that if uh, to make a you know a educated populace of voters, there needs to be some kind of system in place to help educate the voters on who's running. Well, if you're willing to dig, the internet has got stuff. This is from the U.S. Department of Justice Office of Justice Programs, and they did an abstract tracking crime data with the FBI. The FBI, FBI, by the way, describes a mass shooting of an incident where at least four people are murdered with a gun. Now, I'm not saying four people dying isn't a big thing, but 
I guess I'm not looking at it as being a mass thing. I guess I'm an evil person. But the survey indicates mass shootings comprise a small share of the total number of U.S. firearm homicides, constituting less than 1% of the gun murders. But what do we hear all the time? We have to repeal the Second Amendment because of the mass shootings. All right. Now, the survey also found that assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, we know they're targeting those, were used in at least 13 or 23% of the incidents. The incidents resulted in an average of 14.8 people being shot. I'll agree with that being mass. A total of 135% more people were shot in mass killings than any other gun incidents, and 57% more deaths resulted from mass shootings than in any other gun-related incidents, which to me says we don't have a gun problem. We have a mental health problem. Right. We do have a mental health problem, and I don't. I don't think anybody's really saying this, and um, this is something I've noticed. But uh, we become a, a more of a, a secular society, and uh, getting away from God, oh, and not having that rooted principle in God. Um, they, <laughs> you can't have a uh, a city or a, a, a society of uh, a people who get the morality from whoever. Oh, I agree with you. Hold I've got my last profit margin break here to take, and then we've got 15 minutes left. But first thing I want to do is tell everybody about Oh for Heaven's Cakes, because there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods. And that's where Oh for Heaven's Cakes comes in. You'll find the best cupcakes and cakes for any special occasion. And, of course, my personal favorite, just a treat. Walk in to find out more, but I'm warning you, you won't want to leave, and you certainly won't leave empty-handed. Oh, for Heaven's Cakes is located on the north back side of the Grand Cities Mall. They're open Tuesdays through Friday from 10 to 4, Saturdays from 9 to noon. Give them a call at 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. You can even email them at ohforheavenscakes at yahoo.com. You, too, can be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins at Oh for Heaven's Cakes in the Grand Cities Mall. Okay, I'm just curious because we've been going round and round about the Second Amendment for decades now. And they've, they've been trying all kinds of things, and I think it's coming down to scare task, tactics. And I think that what we're going to be looking at is how do we manage to get the truth to people because the media isn't going to be complicit in handing out the truth? Um, I, I, this, you know, I, I think I said this earlier, is uh, stop relying on the government to, to teach your children. Uh, be involved in your kids' uh, education. That's... Uh, um, like I said, a lot of uh, a lot of the younger generation they're growing up and they they don't know what the Constitution is. I think as an outdated document. Well, and the other thing that I I always like to say is the other place we fight a lot is separation of church and state, and that's a bastardization of the the Constitution as well as the Second Amendment, which they've said, well, you have to be a militia or you need a musket because it's not the way they're interpreting it when they say separation of church and state. Right. No, uh, they, uh, our, our framers wanted us to have a, uh, they wanted us to be a, a people of God and they needed, it, it needed a more foundation. Uh, otherwise people want to worship anything. If you don't have a God, you'll worship anything. You know, I mean, that'd be like a, a singer. I'm not going to say someone's name. 
but uh, <laughs> or uh, the government, worship the government, the climate, the climate, the worship anything. So uh, to have a, a good uh, fabric society of, of, of good rock standing is a uh, being able to worship God. Well, and we're talking about the Second Amendment and murder. You can't, yeah. you can't walk with Jesus. You can't walk with God and murder at the same time. It's it's impossible. The the thing with the religion too is the fact that they said that there will be no state religion uh, because they'd come from the Church of England. Yeah. And and so when they say separation of church and state, it does not mean you cannot have the Ten Commandments in the classroom and that you cannot mention mention God. It, it, what it does mean is that the United States will not have government will not declare an official religion, and people can't seem to get yeah. that. Yeah, the theocracy. Right. They yeah, can't. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They, they they've been missing that. Well. Purposely, yes, yes, they're not missing it. They, they, they're manipulating it, and it's it's another thing that education has screwed up on. We're not intentionally, know, yes, yeah. And and guess what? They want you to worship their the senators and your governor yes. and, and the president and stuff like they that. They want it's them like, to be. They want them to be your you're, savior. You're they're they're the the. the yeah. Elite are yeah. going to be the gods of so, the world. Yeah, ask, ask, ask Bill Gates. Yeah. Does he want to be? A, does he want to be the god? Yeah, he would. Like, oh, he'd love, love to be your god. god. He'd, yes. he'd be able to control everything. And you read the Bible; it hasn't changed yeah. in the same text, the same scripture, everything. You look at some of these senators that uh, maybe Schumer, for example, and go and rewind back twenty, thirty years ago. I can't believe you can be serving that long. Oh no! But yeah. they'll say something is said. You know, especially like you know, like the border wall. To have a completely different stance then, than now, and it they and it's because they're not rooted. They they don't have a set of principles they follow. They're rooted in votes. How how do I stay in power? Mm-hmm. It's it's all about the Benjamins and it's all about the power. I got to ask you a question. This one this one bothered me. Uh, there's a guy out of Nogales, Arizona, and he's been caught up in the illegal immigrant crisis. He's a 75-year-old gentleman named, he's a rancher named George Allen Kelly. He stands accused of fatally shooting an illegal alien on his property near the U.S.-Mexico border. Uh, what it is is he apparently shot 48-year-old illegal Gabriel Kuhn Butamia. I probably really crucified that one. But uh, the problem is, is that these people had been invading his 170-acre cattle ranch for a long time. I'm not talking weeks. I'm talking years. And he said he fired a warning shot because he was amongst a group. And then the group didn't disperse. And I don't, he says he only fired a shot in the air because he feared for his safety as well as his wife's and the security of his property. The rest of the illegals escaped back into Mexico. This guy didn't. So Mr. Kelly called 911 and was being accused of being intentionally vague about the events that took place. Uh, the dispatcher apparently said that Kelly said, I shot at something that I, I don't know if I really did or not, but somebody appears to be dead on the property. I need border patrol. And now this 75-year-old man is in handcuffs being perped walk in an orange jumpsuit and a bulletproof vest and is up for second-degree murder and aggravated assault. What's your opinion on that, Justice Bowman? Um, I mean, it just sounds like there might have been some misinformation. I mean, like, uh, uh, you know, we probably did the right thing by not saying anything um, because anything you say, you say can and will be used against you in the court of law. So it sounds like he's probably doing the right thing there. Um, you do have a, a right 
to protect your property and protect your life. So if his life was under threat, I would say, yeah, sure. Um, you really kind of do get into a gray zone if, uh, you know, if they were on your, I guess if they're inside your house, that's one thing. But if it's on your property, uh, that's a fine line that you're riding there shooting someone that, that maybe, maybe was on your private property, you know, on your land, but he wasn't a, a, a direct threat to your life. Well, we've and got you a, don't know whether he's yeah. a direct threat, of course, neither. And yeah. also, I do believe that if you're asked to leave somebody's property, you have the right to, I mean, you, you have the right to escort Escort them off. The castle doctrine. Yes, I mean, but lots of states don't have that anymore, and that's an that's an ugly situation. Yeah, I'm not sure if it, you know, like somebody being uh, wrongfully being on your property. Yes, they they have the um, uh, they lose their right to their life, but um, but do but then again, like I say, once you told them to leave, right? Do they have any reason not to leave your own property? Well, I I, I citizen arrest. I can 100 percent in that one that he should be able to, you know. uh, citizen arrest them. How do you citizen a, arrest a huge group of people, though? A huge group of people. <laughs> uh, I mean, that, it wasn't the I, one guy. I, I, um, it, that's going to be really difficult. If it was one guy, you can easily do it. a large group of people. Um, that's very scary, especially you know, and in, in, uh, if it's dark out, dusk out. Um, at this, <laughs> uh, there's uh, that the southern border is just out of control. And, it's a mess. And, and it's a, this is kind of leading up. You know, I feel bad for any of these farmers. Anyone who has property right next to the border. Because you essentially don't have your own property anymore. It's it's a constantly uh, inv- uh, under invasion from uh, illegals. Well, here's the thing that really kind of torqued me off, though. A Border Patrol agent identified as a supervisor called the sheriff's office to request ass- assistance saying, I don't know for sure that this guy's getting shot at or not. What sometimes happens is some of our customers go through his property. I don't know if he's crazy or what's going on. He referred to the illegal aliens as his customers. That was the Southern Patrol, uh, the Border Patrol supervisor. He's made this call before the agent told the dispatcher. It just ended up being aliens on his property, and he says the same thing. I think he's just trying to get a quicker response out there, but obviously we've got to take it. Wow, that's now. How do you feel? <laughs> I saved customers, the best. Like who, who's the, who's our customers? The cartels. <laughs> I, I the reason I did that was because I wanted your reaction, and I understand your reaction now. How do you feel? Did it change anything? Um, no. Um, I mean, uh, I really feel for the, the rancher. Um, I just I, I don't know if uh, uh, someone on your private property that's not a direct threat to your life or your safety is. I don't. I'm not, I don't feel that that person shouldn't have the the lose their right to life mm-hmm. but uh yeah you know everybody has a right to their life unless you're threatening someone else's life well and, and we've and got have, a got one where that says the borders run by the cartel they literally fry fly drones in to see if there's anybody and then they send the people across so they're using high tech and everything else and i just want everybody to understand um I'm not a big one for killing anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we coyote hunt and we, we deer hunt and, and other things, and I take no great pleasure. We, we deer hunt, we eat it, et cetera. But I got to tell you, as a female, all right, if I've got somebody on my property, and especially if there's a large group, and the vast majority of the people coming across these borders are 18 to 24-year-old single men, and if I'm a female and I've got a large group of those people coming across my land, 
And uh, I don't know exactly what their intentions are, especially if I've been given the attitude by the Border Patrol that we'll get there when we can. Mm -hmm. And I'm a female. I'm not going to wait till they're in my house. Oh, yeah. No, I I totally get it. Um, I'm not saying they should. I'm I'm not not saying like they, you know, if if I was in a situation, it's it's a lot of turmoil living there and a lot of, uh, uh, it's probably a lot of anxiety living in that property. I'm not saying they should. I'm saying that maybe they could maybe consider moving somewhere else, you know, I totally get it. No, I totally get that, that you, it's your so the illegal property. alien, I'm no, not, no, I'm not going to be mean. I'm no, not going to, no, no, I am no, going to be mean. Okay. Okay. So, so here's the deal. The illegal aliens are coming in with a, basically a government red carpet. And if I don't like it, I have to move. No, I'm not saying it. <laughs> I'm not I'm saying just, it. No, the government. We're, the, the border we're, we're should get, the border, you're the, cash the, hell for that. Well, no, the border <laughs> should be secure. There should be yes. zero exactly. aliens coming across be, that border. There should be, but we're in a situation now where, the, where the, the government is not securing the border right now. Yes, yeah, and, yes I, it is. and you know now they're opened up. Now you're opened up your, to a situation. You're going to have to do this all the time, and it's a lot of anxiety. I'm saying I would probably move. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying that they should have to move or anything like that. I'm just saying that. Who knows when the border is going to be secured again? It's obvious that the, the government, what you know, the federal government, the, one, the, the, the top thing they're supposed to national security is the number one thing that the federal government is supposed to do, which they aren't doing. Right. And then this falls into another thing that the uh, federal government is supposed to secure the right to property. They're not doing. The federal government is supposed to secure the right to life, which they're not doing. So <laughs> I'm just saying that there's. The, it's a total shithole hell mess on the, the southern border. Well, the only problem, and I shouldn't say the only problem, but obviously that that shit show is going to be moving. They're not all going to be staying on the southern border. Oh, it's We're going coming to have this way. some serious crap coming here. Oh, yeah. And I, I do remember one thing that scared me is a couple, couple weeks ago, I think Glenn Beck played it, where they had a uh, uh, Middle Eastern guy come in and say directly, he goes, you will know my name soon. Yeah. So it's, 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 a, it's a, coming across and the border. Yes, and that's what's, good at, that's what's happening. So it's like the border isn't going to be where the major fighting is going to be. It's going to be in the major cities We have first. seen the largest amount of Chinese single males come across in December than ever before. Mm-hmm. Why would Chinese single males between the age of 18 and 24 be coming over mm-hmm. here? I don't, th- I don't think they're looking for computer jobs. No, espionage for sure. Yep. They're trying and, to steal our technologies. Um, <laughs> they, they might be putting out their own militia. Well, yes, they, I were, assume they so. were just up in Canada doing uh, winter winter war maneuvers because because we we have a cabin up by up in Walhalla, which is eight miles maybe from the Canadian border, and the uh, communist uh, the CCP had their troops up there doing winter war maneuvers because Trudeau loves to embrace all things communist. And and so and that border it has got nothing. The the, the numbers of crosses, uh, illegal crossings, are up over one hundred and thirty percent. And they can't get border patrol people up there. They're ask they're asking sheriff deputies to help. They're telling people if you're out in your field or if you're out driving around and you see something, call it in. They're employing citizens to try to help, and nobody's even talking about it. Uh, Why well, I, I believe it's almost six hundred percent increase from from two years ago. Yes, I think it was 130 percent this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's, out, it's, it's outrageous. It's, it's see, and and so I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to say um, I will give a warning shot as well. 
-hmm. But the second shot from me, if they still continue to come towards me in my house, I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to do a lot of quick conversation with Jesus at that moment to decide what my next move is. Right. No, this uh, is totally chaotic. I, I just kind of wish that the, <laughs> the fair government just do their thing is sh- shut the damn border down. It should be, yes. there should be, you come to the, the border through a, an official crossing and you get vetted and you, you're only allowed to come over. You have to have a, uh, um, a, a passport and you have to leave in a certain amount of days. Like, I just, I just can't believe that anyone, it doesn't matter who you are, just come across the border illegally. Well, the Constitution seems to be doing quite well if you're an illegal alien because uh-huh. they're, they're all about enforcing your rights for that. But when it comes down to those of us who apparently are paying the taxes and have been born here uh-huh. or whatever else, and I don't care if you've been born here or not. If you come over legally, the Constitution, damn well right, should apply to you. But this other stuff, uh-uh, I don't think so. Uh-huh. Now, we're out of time, but I want you to do me a favor because Bear Arms Brewing Company, I want you to give me your, your, uh, basically your, your website and stuff and how people can find yeah. you again, please. Yeah, real quick, I want to add one thing that sure. the previous conversation is that the, the, the Chinese coming across the border reminded me one thing, and that was uh, if you look back on the Pearl Harbor, is mm-hmm. that the Japanese were sending over spies to spy on the harbor before they did their attacks. So keep that in mind that uh, – <laughs> That could be something that's happening that they're they're watching our military bases. But uh, I want to finish off though. The Bear Arms Brewing Company is uh, beararmsbrewingcompany dot com. Uh, we uh, we're, we're going to have some uh, a new uh, beer coming out hopefully by Mother's Day. Cool. So um, we I don't drink beer, but I'll support my husband sampling it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed, I'm looking uh, forward to it. Oh yeah, you are. I know you are. All right, so now I have my uh, my my Mother's Day gift for you, Dad. <laughs> Take it care of. All right, everybody, another one in the can. We have common sense uncensored done. Stephen, thank you very much. Hubby, thank you very much. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your money and take care. And by God, protect your rights. Take it.